Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where I'm actually convinced that Yoni is finally trying to kill me. That's right. Yoni is trying to kill me. They have just announced that Rockland County has ended the measles problem. We've gone 43 days without a case of measles. Do you hear that coughing? Which means that the incubation period, double incubation period has passed, and all of the vigilant work that of everyone to make sure that uh, the measles epidemic ended in Rockland County. It seems to have ended, but then I got Yoni over here coughing over everything. I thought I was patient zero, apparently. You're unbelievably, <laughs> ridiculously in need of a chest x-ray. Well, I'm going home. Because there are no doctors in New York. There's only doctors in Houston. And then yeah. uh, from there, I will, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do either. Um, it makes absolutely no sense that you've had no medical care whatsoever. Uh, do I need medical care? I, do you think so? Can I ask you a question? I'm going to let my doctor let me know if I need medical care. I just need to go to my doctor first. I, I think you need to move up your flight. <laughs> See, you can't I'm, I'm even trying, laugh. I'm really trying you not to You can't even laugh. Do you I'm hear really, this? I'm really, really trying not to cough. You are every actually time I talk. trying to kill us. You're right. Let me shut my... Oh, my gosh. If anybody... Do you hear that? Folks, they can't hear it. I shut the mic. No, I'm but fine. it's really so about. loud, it can be picked up on my mic. Does my voice outside of the whole coughing thing, like, can you notice it also? Yes, you have a little froggy. Yeah, okay, I hear that. Yeah, too. which I heard when I was listening to After Further Review. Yeah, it's it's been like that for a few weeks. All right. Why aren't you wearing a mask? I was sick. Why aren't you wearing at, a like, mask? Like three or four shops ago, and and right. I just thought like, all right, it's you know the the effects afterwards. It's the been residual a month, effects. Yoni. It's been a month. Yeah. Right. So at my what... doctor friends just you know they tell me you're, you're fine. You know. No, because they say the that they can't. Right, they can't help you. <laughs> yeah, it's not help. that you're fine. Uh, I interpret it's selective hearing, right? <sighs> I come from a stubborn family of like you no, no, only no. go to like the doctor if like you really need to go to the doctor. You okay, know? otherwise get in a hot bath and you'll be fine, right? Okay, it's like when I tell my kids take an ice pack. All right, exactly. You'll just take an ice pack. Make sure you know what used get to be. Get one of those red, um, you know, those red pouches where you fill fill with hot water. What's it called? And then you just put it on a your A water thumb. bottle. Uh, yeah, I guess. A hot water uh, bottle? Yeah, sure. That's what it's called, Yoni. Get one of those and you're good. You know? <laughs> no. You need, like an ibuprofen. You need a steroid. Yeah. If I could have prescribed for you, I would have already. And I, me and Nachum prophylactically because you're going to get us both sick. Yeah, I should text one of my uh, doctor friends back down south. Tell them to hit me up with a prescription. I don't understand you. But I don't understand you any <laughs> less more than I have any other day. Um, we have a we have a full day. I know it sounds crazy because we've had a crazy month. And a shout out to Azer Mitzion, who has sponsored our on the road programming this month. They had an unbelievably successful ball drop competition, which, as you know, Nahum won handsomely. <coughs> Yoni would answer there, but he can't because he's coughing. He what does that mean? He won, oh, oh, oh he won the competition. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He didn't win the actual. The, no, like his ball didn't actually win. Correct, but, but that he was the right. That was the side point. The who actually won the split the pots was a side point to the fact that Nachum routed Team Nachum routed Team Miriam by a number of oh, what was it nineteen golf balls, twenty one golf balls, something like that. A route. It was a big. It was a big number. It was a big number. But again, shout out to Azer Mitzion. Our thanks to Azer Mitzion for sponsoring us. On the road this month, and call uh, a to everyone at Misaskim for making this morning an unbelievable program. If you have not donated yet to Miss Oskim, you can go to MissOskim.org and donate there. The um, the the campaign goes till tonight, correct? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it goes till the end of the night. They really need our help. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone always needs our help, but obviously, going into Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, 
I mean, when you're talking about organizations that literally, you know, you got Azer Mitzion that saves lives. You have Miss Oskim that people don't even know what they do. But, I mean, I, they should have a tagline of, we're so much more than chairs. Well, you don't want to know what they do, right? Like, I, they are, I actually mentioned to somebody <clears throat> yesterday that they're much more like Zaka than I think they ever okay. expected to be. Okay. Right. And um, and that's the truth. So you don't want to need Miss Oskim um, in those, I can't believe you. In, but when you need them. But when you need them, yeah. they're there for sure. And they're there in ways that we were, were, we were stupefied the other day when we were sitting in their office and doing the planning, listening right. to some yeah. of the stories. How much more so after this morning's show when you hear about some of the behind-the-scenes efforts? You're right. A really like powerful way to yeah. go on ZM Cooper. To, uh, Correct. And, right. Did Rosh you Hashanah. plan that? I did you not. plan the schedule? No, like, right but Yankee Meyer plans right, this I right guess. beforehand and for well, good reason. <laughs> exactly. Good reason. Misoskim.org. Donate today. Of course, you can always give to Azer Mitzion and save lives. That's always helpful. And you can continue our programming here at fjbunity.org. We do appreciate your help. I know that there are a lot of tzedakot to give to. Give to those that really mean something to you. Give to those that speak to your heart. And we hope we are amongst one of them. Let's do the fortune cookie before we do the national holidays. Because I want to schmooze a little bit about the national holidays. Though I will say I got a fortune cookie this week that made absolutely no sense. If you followed it on Facebook... It had one word, and it wasn't even a sentence. It said relationships. It's not a subject. And it had a period. That's it. Right? It wasn't even a capital R. Relationships, drop the mic. Exactly. Boom. No. It wasn't a capital R. It wasn't a capital R. I looked at him. I said, oh, maybe very profound as a capital R, relationships. No. It was a lowercase r, as if... Half of the thing got cut off. Right. I only got a portion of it in the in the fortune. Right. I was totally gypped. Anyway, here's today's. Stepping away from the power position from one day. For one day. If this is not a sentence. This is a fragment. Stepping away from the power position for one day. What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to step away? I, I can't. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. So this, I didn't pick a good one to end the year. No, this that was the problem. <laughs> you and your cough and your bad karma gave me a bad fortune cookie. Relationships. Really, and now this one. Right. Stepping away from the power position for one day. I don't even know. Maybe that. I can combine that with relationships. It still won't make any sense. Uh, national holidays. I want to talk about what one of yesterday's national holidays. Okay, what was that? It was National One Hit Wonder Day. Okay. Right, and we can think of a number of one hit one hit wonders, both in secular. Um, in secular music and certainly also in Jewish music, though I wouldn't, I was actually thinking about maybe I'll end the show today with a one hit wonder, but that you can't do that in Jewish music. It's just too, everybody knows each other. It's a little too rude. I don't know. It's bad juju going into Rosh Hashanah to right. call somebody out for a one-hit wonder. <clears throat> but is wonder. it specific to September 26th, like this person's one-hit wonder? 25. Was- it's national, I told you it was yesterday, right. yeah, yeah. national one-hit wonder <clears throat> day. So they were playing. Um, they were playing on the radio like a whole bunch of different things and whatever. That's cool. Um, on the news show, like the the bumpers in and out were one hit wonders. I'm really hoping that Baby Shark is a one hit wonder that we just laugh about in the future. I hope not. It's not funny now. It's it just now. irritating it beyond belief. That's an opinion. No, it's not. It's just. It's just fact. Today, however, is Johnny Appleseed Day. Of course. Of course it is. And as somebody who went apple picking on Sunday to remind my children that apples come from trees and not from Gourmet Glot, we picked, I mean, 
an inordinate. You some Fujis, some Macintoshes. Okay, first of all, no Do Fuji up here. Yeah, what? there were Macintosh, there were Macoons, the there course. were Empire. Do you mm-hmm. know where Empire uh, apples grow? Yeah, those red ones. Okay. Do you know where they grow? Um, in the redwood forest. They grow here in New York. Do you know oh, why? Cool. They're the indigenous Empire to New York. City. There you go. You get to stay State here another mine. day. Whatever. Yeah, there were red delicious. There were a lot of things. So we had a really good time. We picked our we picked blackberries also and some snap peas and lots oh, cool. of tomatoes. That I've never heard of. That's cool. Yeah. What have the you heard peas. of? I'm saying like picking snap peas. Oh, you've heard of snap peas. Yeah, you make them here. Yes, that's true. I do make them here. Hi, Rupina Shell. Stop, 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 stop. Anyway. It's also National Dumpling Day. Ooh. Yeah, I like dumplings. Ooh, I it's, could celebrate that. It's Remember Me Thursday. It's Shamu the Whale Day, which somehow or another I feel it right, goes cool. with National Dumpling Day. Too many dumplings makes you into Shamu. That's funny. Uh, yeah, it's um, Situational Awareness Day. Okay. I don't know what that means. Should be situational. I have no idea. Yeah. Right, I have no idea what that means. And finally, it's also World Maritime Day, All right. which is the last Thursday in September. I'm that a, would make it today. Yeah, I think I'm gonna dumpling day is, is the one. Yeah, I'm that's one we're holding by. So if yeah. you want to place an order somewhere, that would be great. But of course, on the Jewish calendar, it's just erev 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 Rosh Hashanah, and that means that cooking and shopping are everything in full force. And that leads me to my next guest. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Editor-in-chief of Fleischik's Magazine, Shifra Klein, joins us. I have the new issue in hand. I have so much to talk to you about. What's up, Shifra? Great. It's great to be on. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you. Um, let's talk for a second about how your personal cooking situation is going. What have you prepped already for Rosh Hashanah? I have prepped nothing. Yes! <laughs> Excellent. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm cooking, and I'm cooking for um, my parents as well. Ah, uh. so it's going to be a mad dash to gourmet glad, like right after Shabbos. Sure, I'm probably just going to like spend all Sunday cooking. Right, exactly. And by the way, it's totally doable. I, I, I mean, you and I are in this boat. We don't necessarily get the people who take weeks in advance to start cooking and freezing. I, I respect it, but I don't know. Just don't make yourself nuts. Still have a beautiful yuntif and just cook that day. Right. I mean, listen, when it depends on your approach because the fact that I'll be spending all day in the kitchen means I probably won't get that manicure I wanted. No, or, no, 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 no. You, know, you have to get the manicure. Shopping, but that's life. You got to get the manicure. You make this is you got to work around it. You make the appointment. <laughs> this is what I do. I make the appointment, and then everything happens around it. But I okay, also maybe I'll run into you in the salon. Yeah, you can. I've already made appointments for me and my daughters. If you want me to make you an appointment, also I can do that. But let's <laughs> really this way. It's an outing with my girls before Yuntif. It's like you know. Anyway, let's talk about the magazine. But before we talk about issue number eleven, which is the October issue, I'm curious. What are you actually cooking for right now in your kitchen? Because knowing you, you are months ahead. So what are you actually prepping for for the next issue? Well, we're. Uh well into Hanukkah at this point in time. Um, yeah, I mean, my goal is for this year, it was it was a little bit hectic. I've never done 11 issues. Wow. So I really want to start getting ahead of the game. Like, I want to be next year, I want to be up to Purim at this point. Oh, my gosh. That's a goal. That's going to be a fun conversation. Any chance you'll be serving Sufganiyot Sunday night? <laughs> uh, likely not. But that would be cool. Yeah, maybe some beignets. Yeah, beignets filled with apple. Come on. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, then it's, oh, mommy, look what you did. This is great. Instead of ma, wrong holiday. 
<laughs> Let's talk about totally. the new issue. Number 11, issue number 11, Flashix Magazine. You have a um, a whole Indian-inspired cover going on here, which forget is a is a deviation from what you would expect from a good Flashix Magazine, a good kosher meat centered magazine but also a total stray from the typical jewish table tell me what's going on here well i mean i think that's what inspires us exactly what you just said um we're really looking to bring some fresh exciting ideas to the kosher marketplace because anything you could google anything you thought of before i don't want like there's no point in us wasting the pages to Mm. do that so we're really all about thinking What's something that really is relevant? Like, if you're going to walk into my, uh, into my house on Sukkot, and I'm going to serve you that chana masala, like, that is so appropriate. It's so warm and comforting and delicious. And, you know, it has that familiarity with the chickpeas and, like, some of those Israeli-type spices, but then it's just something a little bit more elevated and interesting. So that's really what we're trying to do here. And that's why we, like, intentionally went with this cover we are, you're not going to see that. I mean, Hala would have been great, too. That was, like, one of our cho- options, too. But it's just something unexpected and fun, and that's what we're trying to do with Blaschek. And you're, you're, you're expecting somebody to make this meal on the cover, which looks great and is so well-plated. And this is part of the um, Eitan Bernath section, correct? That's right, yes. So you're... I mean, he's such a fan of Indian food, so it was like a natural choice. To... right work with him on this right and i loved the mango chutney i i absolutely absolutely love that but you're expecting someone to be able to prep this meal on the cover in how long i mean they're, they're not making it for rosh hashanah fine you have the ideal for sukkah fine but let's say you and i tonight how long is it going to take me to prep this legit an hour like the whole thing i'm not exaggerating wow wow yeah it's what yeah and that's part of like you know, one of the themes that I feel like I'm going to be focusing on in the coming year, um, just a secret between me and you. <laughs> right, and Yoni, is, um, yeah. You know, people people should start, I think it's important to start simplifying our approach a little bit to cooking. It shouldn't be such a big stress, and you can still do something fun and interesting and memorable and, like, really have that cool experience, but you don't have to schwitz and, like, go crazy. Right. You can so make... you can, big focus. You can make Yuntif on Sunday. 100%. I mean, um, I mean, we'll get back to Tom in a second because he was so fun to work with, but Connie Applebaum, our guest editor, sheared a simonim tartar, and that's something that I'm going to make on Yuntif. It's going to take me 10 minutes. I have to chop up tuna, some simonim-inspired ingredients, and that's it. It's good to go. Right. And it's something that's so elegant and modern, but it's so easy. And so, it's not and it's not heavy. It's not exactly. heavy. I mean, exactly. you, you know, how many meals can we go through where we feel we can roll out the front door? Like, let's just be able to stand upright and get outside like normal humans because we didn't stuff ourselves beyond belief. I'm not saying not to eat and to, and to make sure that all of your family favorites and your holiday favorites are at the table. But let's do something to lighten the load so that we can still tie our shoes at the end of Yantif. <laughs> I like that description. Thank you. <laughs> Schiffer, <laughs> Klein, <laughs> Schiffer Klein joins us this morning. She's the editor-in-chief of Flashix Magazine. Let's talk about the art of the pretzel challah. But before even we talk about the art of pretzel challah, let's talk about the obsession. What in the world has happened that everyone is obsessed with pretzel challah? 
I mean, it's really good. Have you had pretzel <laughs> Yes, I have. I have. Yes. I deal with the gluten. I deal with the gluten um, um, that always gives me migraines. I take one for the team, as I like to say, um, because the pretzel is so ridiculously good. But when did this start? Like, it's a conversation. You know, first it's the it's the pretzel dogs with the hot dogs in the middle. Okay, great. And then it's the this and whatever. But Pretzel challah is popping up all over the place. The different brands you can get, the frozen ones, the this, the ready, whatever it is, and people passing them along in Facebook groups. When did this, I mean, explode? I mean, it was a few years ago that it started to really hit the marketplace. I think it's just like, you know, the Jewish classic with an update, and that's just exciting for people. It's like, when someone's going to, like, now Meal Mart came out with pastrami kishka. So it's, like, that same concept of, like, what could you do with Jewish classics and, like, up the game a little bit? People like it. It's so much fun. Um, and our our pretzel challah theme goes along with um, we have a culinary school feature. And so in that feature, we like to offer step-by-steps because, like, I'm such a visual person, and sometimes reading instructions is so complex and it's so intimidating. So we really broke down, like, Every single step of making that dough, so you really can't go wrong. And it's much less intimidating when you see those pictures and you see how approachable it could be. No, I definitely agree with that. I will caution everyone as a person who has made pretzel challah like just a couple of times. You do want to wear gloves. It will splatter. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good note. Yeah, yes, it does. It does splatter. Now, my mother, um, may she rest in peace, used to say that it wasn't a yuntif without a burn. So if you burn yourself in the kitchen regularly before yuntif, <laughs> regularly before yuntif, then don't wear gloves. But if you want to avoid that extra burn and you're making the pretzel challah, put on a pair of gloves. Agreed? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I want to I want to compliment you, by the way, besides the fact that, as usual, um, the the magazine is so visually appealing. It's unbelievable. But I am fascinated by the section on gefilte fish. (laughs) I absolutely I mean, there's a part of me and don't you might you might laugh. I actually I actually invite you to laugh. I looked at, it is, just so that everyone understands, it is six different ways to make a filter fish. Okay? Yeah. Six, in, in, yeah, go on. Yeah, I mean, this was just, I love gefilte fish. And, like, I feel like it's such a big part of Yamtif, Rosh Hashanah, and even every Shabbos. Like, you know, it's such a classic Jewish food. But I thought it would be so fun to try it with all the new modern cooking t- um, techniques. I, so- I I thought it was a great idea. And then on the page on the left, which is the 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 photo of all the different kinds of ways that you prepared gefilte fish, only inspired me to make a gefilte fish charcuterie platter. Obviously, Ooh, not great. with I love that. not with meat on it. Obviously, but just the same idea. Six different ways. For, for people to try different gefilte fish, different, you know, you have the chrein, you have the chreinese, you have the white mayonnaise, the white horseradish, yeah, all that kind of stuff. And I would serve that Friday night, uh, Sunday night. I love that. That's really fun. Doesn't that sound like um, a great yeah, idea? It's, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, the funny thing about this article was we had envisioned doing the article like during the shoot week, but we didn't get around to it because it took so much preparation and trial and error. Mm. So we had the intro shot shot professionally at our shoot. 
Um, it was just a fun, like, sort of editorial type of shot where you had the whole roll of gift old fish in a pan, right. but, like, in the package. It was just interesting. And then the actual photo that inspired you, we took on our, I took on my, um, my new Google phone. No way. Yeah. Isn't that insane? This is the Google, this is the pro phone? Um, I have to find out exactly. It's the new Google phone. I am stunned. Um, it's, yeah. Yeah. I am. Tag them. So maybe they could like, you know, sponsor your show, sponsor my magazine. Sure, sure, sure. They can sponsor whatever they want. Um, and don't worry. I'm sure that the, I'm sure the Alexa in this room is already, you know, picking up on all of the words. You know, Alexa's ears are perking. Oh my God, is she ever? Um, yeah, this this photograph is is crazy to begin with, and the fact that you did it on your phone is insane. Um, is totally insane. I don't own an Instapot. I am not planning okay. on buying an Instapot in order <laughs> in order to make this gefilte fish. But um, I do. You know, you can do it according to the article. There's opportunities for sous viding it. Obviously, for the stove top, which is the classic, shall we call that the classic way of prep? Um, That's right. There's baking it with water covered. There's baking it without water uncovered. There's baking it with mayonnaise and breadcrumbs uncovered. And then, as a shout out to my sister-in-law, Shari, she bakes it with salsa. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, I, know, I was like, I was contemplating like the whole sauce thing. And I was like, that's a whole nother article. So right. I try to stay focused. You know, like this is like a filled fish and it's, and then the real, the baking with mayonnaise and breadcrumbs was our guest editor's like little touch. So I included that as well. Cause that's her classic way of doing it every week. So. And did you have a favorite out of all of these? Um, I love, uh, I like a drier gefilte fish. So my favorite was baking without water uncovered. Baking without water uncovered. Okay. All like right. You just take it out of the wrapper, you know, you put it in your 9 by 13 whatever, and you just bake it. It's really... um. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to give it a shot. And I noticed, I, I, I noticed, by the way, that you, um, you give a shout out in that front, in that front picture to A and B, um, A and B Gefiltovich, which is obviously a staple in so many homes. Did you try, yeah. did you try other ones for this, for this yeah, section? I'm, well, not as, not at the moment. I've been cooking Gefiltovich for years, so I've worked with so many different companies. Um, and I've cooked mo- many of these methods with other brands, but to keep it consistent, we stick we stuck with one brand and the same exact rolls. So we Got cook it. That classic AMB gefilte fish in many different ways, just to keep it consistent. Because like the interesting thing is, we tried um, I think they're gluten free gefilte fish, and it didn't work the same way. Right. So we decided like just because of like. To keep, you know, consistency, it would be cool to do it with the classic. I hear you. All right. Well, it, it, it totally inspired me for my, in quotes, uh, charcuterie gefilte fish platter. I will. I love that idea. I thank love you. I will take a picture of it for you. It will not be on my Google phone because I don't own one, but it will be, uh, my kids will do it. So at least it'll be in focus. That much I can promise you. <laughs> that much I can promise you. Again, it's Flayshix Magazine. You can go to flayshix.com for more information. And you guys are still available in the digital mode, correct? Yeah. So, like, if you, yeah, you can totally download it, like, today. You can also order back copies. And if you find it at a local, we're also um, really excited that we're at different, like, Whole Foods and Barnes & Noble locations. So if you spot it there, you know, it's a great place to buy it and show support for 
you know, kosher publications. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have to support everyone. We know that is for sure. Flayshix.com. Schiffer Klein, I wish you and your entire family a Shana Tova. And we should continue doing great work and great shows together. Yes, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. My pleasure. Regards to everyone at home. Sure, take care. Take care. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. The live lunch is coming up next. I have to be completely honest with you. I have no idea where it's going to be. It's not a line. I'm not joking with you. I haven't the foggiest idea where the live lunch is going to be, so stay tuned. You and I will find out together. That starts in just a few moments, hosted by Nachum Siegel. Throwback Thursdays at 1 p.m., JM Rewind at 4 p.m., and, of course, the Arab Shabbos show, hosted by Mark Zomik, begins at 7 p.m. We're going to pull this up in the background. Very much within the spirit. This is Lamancha by Eitan Katz. As uh, I think it was Shlomo mentioned in a video this week, Shlomo Katz, that this song has basically become the anthem for Elul, the anthem for Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, you know, the Yamim Noraim prep to get you in the right mood and for good reason. It's an absolutely beautiful song. I really do not want to speak at the same time. We're going to let this song play. I wish everyone a Shana Tova Umetuka. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Say no.